Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Orbital Takes. Today is Wednesday, November 9th. Today's episode is brought to you by your favorite space account, Space Flight Hub and Space with Spo. It was a pretty slow week in space, but on today's show, we're going to talk some shit about China's rocket coming back towards Earth again. We'll talk a little bit about Boeing Starliner being delayed until 2024. We'll hit you with the OTOG segment. And then, as always, we'll finish up with a quick launch and scrub of the week. Pat, first up, this rocket coming back towards Earth that China launched for their new space station. How many times are we going to do this? I feel like we just talked about this. <laughs> like, how many times are we going to have to deal with this? Um, I I hope this is the last time. Uh, I, I the it, what is it? The Long March three B is the is the is the rocket. It's the five B, uh, yeah. Five B. I'm sorry. And it's a it's their heavy lift one. Um, so I believe you know now their space station is complete. So hopefully by the time that they get a Mars vehicle or something like that, they have some better solution for this. But yeah, yeah they've just been they've been lucky so far because they've hit the largest target in in the world, which is the Pacific Ocean. Um, yeah. but uh, what happens if that doesn't happen? That's the point, man. Talk and to this... talk to the villagers that have had fiery <laughs> hell rain down on them um, previously in in China. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so this is the fourth time in two years that China has disposed one of its rockets in an uncontrolled manner. And like you said, one of the previous ones, there was like pieces of metal landing in villages on like the Ivory Coast. Like, what the fuck, China? You yeah. know what I mean? These ro- when this happens, the area that the rocket can fall covers almost 88% of the world's population. So it's not like we're just like being assholes here. Like, and you know, we're making fun of them that they can't land a rocket booster by themselves. But like, dude, like find a way to control these landings. They can't continue to do this. Aren't you tired of talking about this? I am. I am. This is probably the third episode <laughs> that we had to address this, but I mean, you yeah. know, slow space week, you know, rocket falling towards the earth. I don't know. I feel like, you know, it, it is newsworthy, right? It's for sure newsworthy because they've they've gotten lucky so far and they've hit the largest area on Earth, which is the Pacific Ocean. But it, <laughs> it's that's only because of luck. Like there is no guided reentry for for these at all. So yeah, it's just an old school way of getting to orbit, bro. Like yo, control yeah. your rocket for a reentry, yo. Come on, yeah, bro. just China, uh, just copy our shit. Like what are we what are we like? Doing here? Yeah, they steal all the other technology and whatnot. Like, can't you steal the technology for like some retro rockets to be able to uh, guide that back in a little more, a little more clearly? Come on, Xi Jinping. All right, going into some unfortunate news about Boeing Starliner again. I don't think we've ever said anything good about Boeing Starliner, but they pushed the first operational flight. It's going to push until 2024. I know they said they're going to have that test flight in um, what month did you mention there? Well, it was supposed to be in December, the crude. Uh, so they did the orbital flight test, which was uncrewed, um, you know, back in the summer. And then they said, hey, we're shooting for December, I think, for the, the crude flight. But then that got pushed to February just because of traffic on the ISS. Um, and then uh, this got pushed again to back to April um, because there's some other things that they have to make room for on the ISS. So um, at least this time it wasn't because of valves or something like that. But yeah, just a bummer because, you know, you uh, we need this second uh, capability to get to the to the ISS and SpaceX just continues to to do their thing. So bummer for Boeing. But 
not the end of the world necessarily. Yeah, they were originally supposed to fly in yeah. 2017. Yeah. But obviously facing a series of delays here. And the funny thing is, is that the International Space Station is only going to be operating until, what, 2030? So, yeah. I mean, they're literally yeah. running and, out of years. To yeah, and, and like we've talked about on the show, like the, all of those flights are booked out. Um, yeah. SpaceX got uh, ad additional flights. Boeing also has flights there. But, yeah, they did all this uh, development for the Starliner for, you know, it was spurned on by commercial crew program and that will essentially pass it by. Uh, again, like we've talked about, there's doesn't mean the Starliner is now defunct or uh, obsolete. You know, there's still going to be places like Orbital Reef and other, uh, you know, maybe they'll do kind of like what SpaceX does with uh, Dragon crew capsule flights yeah. and they're able to, you know, book a, a private one, so to speak. So yeah. not to say that it's, you know, um, a, a waste of, of time or resources or anything like that, but just just unfortunate that it, it took so long. But uh, as they say, space is hard. Yeah. And everybody in the space industry, it is kind of like the ongoing joke that Starliner is never going to get off the ground. But if you're just tuning into Orbital Takes Now, our orbital take is that it just needs a new paint job. It needs to be painted like a different color. It looks like a flying washing machine right now. And that's not going to get the people hyped, right? It needs to look more like the crew dragon or just get like fresh decals on the side. And then everybody's going to love this thing. What color do you think it should be? I said, I told you, I think I would go with yellow, right? Yellow. Like metallic yellow. You don't strike me as you play in too many video games these days, but in call of duty, they got this gold camo. I would put a fucking gold camo on the Starliner, and then immediately people would be down for Boeing. Honestly, <laughs> like that shit's sick. You were not wrong that my, because of my children, that my, um, gaming has taken a, um, a backseat. Yeah. I was going to um, say, you right have some, but, some other priorities at the but moment. But I, I, I play COD man. I, I play war war zone and, um, I, I'm more of a, uh, PGA 2k on, on PlayStation. Oh, uh, dude. Uh, yeah, I went through us, a big PGA phase on Xbox, bro. We went through like yeah. a five-year phase. What was it, Rory? Uh, Rory McIlroy yeah. and Xbox. Yeah, Rory oh my God. Yeah, With the slow-mo ball movement, dude. It was. Man, sick. I was big into uh, Tiger Woods. You know the Augusta uh, edition. It was a little on before Xbox. my time. Oh. Yeah, that was the one right before Rory and got the amount of hours I've spent playing that. Oh, yeah. Is, and people like Kansas, especially like I know for a fact, like people like Kansas play uh, Tiger Woods, like <laughs> drinking before they go out, like religiously. Hell right? yeah. You guys did that a, a long time, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Kansas, our Jayhawks, bowl eligible. Let's go. Yeah, I saw that. That's crazy. If our quarterback didn't get hurt, I swear to God, we would have been playing for the national championship. Just saying. Dude, it was it was a great game, man. We're having a great sports year. I don't know if you saw yeah. the Jets are fucking back. We're good again. I mean, my life yeah. is good. I've been smiling ever since. Yeah, and uh, you took care of business against the Bills, so yeah, the Chiefs, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we thank you for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you texted me. You were like, dude, that helps us a lot. And I looked at that. Yeah. I was like, Damn. Now we're tied with them for the number one AFC. I guess, I guess they have the tiebreaker against us. The but, big uh, bad bills, huh? Come into MetLife and get their fucking teeth rocked. I don't know, man. I wasn't there and I felt kind of shitty that I didn't go to that one game. But um, I'll be there at the, uh, the Bears game next. And the Bears are good. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Fields. All right. Let's go into OTOG. <laughs> we got a big one for you this week. This gentleman was born on November 9th, 1934. 87 years ago today, he would go on to become one of the most influential voices in astronomy. His show, Cosmos, was the most watched show on PBS for 10 years. Today, we continue to celebrate the legacy on his birthday. Let me introduce you to this week's OTOG, Mr. Carl fucking Sagan, baby. 
bang, fireworks, bang, insert, uh, applause. There you go. You yeah. know, when we when we were talking about OTOG, I think I mentioned like people like Carl Sagan. Oh yeah. Um, you can't th- talk about space and science communication without thinking of Carl Sagan. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, Cosmos. You know, Cosmos was remade with Neil deGrasse Tyson, but uh, you know, back in the back in the eighties, Cosmos his his show was like you said the the most um, uh, successful and, and popular television program that PBS has ever done. He was the trailblazer uh, for science communicators, and uh, he was kind of unjustifiably. Uh, shunned by the science community because of it because he would go on you know like johnny carson um mm-hmm. and and talk about this stuff which was back then kind of a faux pas you know it's like no 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 the you're a purist you're a purist scientist or you are a um a, a third rate you know scientist who communicates you can't be both um but carl um was obviously both um he was a, an excellent science communicator. He was an excellent scientist. Uh, you and I are both members of the Planetary Society, of which he is a oh, co-founder. Yeah. Um, and his late wife, Andrewian, still has a big role to play in his legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we we were we were looking um, at topics for this week, and I realized that our episode is going to come out on Carl Sagan Day. Uh, it's going to come out on second day, November 9th. So it's like, how can we not do an OTOG on, on Carl? So, um, yeah, you know, he was, uh, a, 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 a poet, you know, the, the pale blue dot soliloquy, you know, that's here, that's us, you know, everyone you've ever known, everyone you've ever heard of lived on this pale blue dot, you know, that's, it's, it's not only true, but it's also beautifully worded. So he had both sides of his brain working for sure, the the science side and and the art side. Um, and we just don't often see his like, you know, I think uh, somebody like Neil deGrasse Tyson would be our equivalent today. But Neil deGrasse Tyson is only uh, that popular because of Carl Sagan and his yes. trailblazing um, that he did yeah. before. So uh, tip your cap, raise a drink to Carl Sagan. Um, you know, I, I he was taken to us far too early yeah. um in the he, 60s, uh, right yeah and yeah it just sucks because i feel like you know the the picture behind me the web telescope imagine the the things that he would have to say about about that kind of stuff oh dude um yeah it's just uh you know he he it was his idea to put the golden record on the voyager mm-hmm. um probes it was his idea to turn the voyager probes around and take a solar system family portrait where we get the famous pale blue dot image um, yeah, the, this, the OTOG segment was created because of people like Carl Sagan. That's a fact. Yeah. That was well said, man. Damn. <laughs> we got to clip that whole thing. Holy shit. That was good. I, I, Carl Sagan is like, that's I what mean, I'm saying. I, obviously I'm a space nerd, but like, he's like top of my list for, oh, absolutely. for favorite, favorite, uh, icons in the space. Yeah, he, he's the space he's one of my, ro- my current role models in my life, for sure. even though he's dead. Let's talk about some fun facts about him. So he supported the legalization of marijuana. Number one. My brother. You know what I mean? Like, let's go. <laughs> it says he uh, wrote an essay for the Time magazine outlining the benefits of marijuana. Fuck yeah, Carl. Let's What rock. would he have to say about, you know, the, the it, right next door? It's uh, uh, on the ballot in Missouri to become legalized from me. Uh, you know, how many states have legalized it now? You know, 15 well, you or so. Thank Carl Sagan um, for that. Yeah. Like, imagine what he'd have to say about that. He uh, So Harvard denied Carl Sagan tenure in 1967. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Eat shit, Harvard, right? Yeah, so he went to Cornell, and basically Harvard's like, ah, shit, 
we we messed that one up. <laughs> uh, so he was an early defender of climate science, right? Shutting everybody the hell up. I can't I can't stand when people go against like what's happening to our planet when we have satellites watching what's going on 24 yeah. seven. So fuck yeah, Carl with that. Uh, like you said, he came up with the universal message to send out on that Voyager satellite. People have that tattoo on their bodies. Like if you lived in the eighties and nineties, you learned space and science through Carl Sagan. That's just a fact. He had a cameo on star Trek, which I didn't even know about. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. I bet you didn't know this. Bill Nye, the science guy, was a former student of Carl Sagan. I did know that only because I listened to an episode of Planetary Radio recently where Bill Nye was talking about that. All right. You know, shout out Bill Nye. You know, we're our relationship's getting better day by day. You know, we had that little thing happen in 2017 when I cut the line and he didn't appreciate that for his book signing. But, you know, we're mending our relationship. Like I said, I'm a Planetary Society member now, so we're yep. chilling. Yep. Uh, this is the craziest part. And you guys definitely didn't know this. There is a unit of measurement named after Carl Sagan. So a Sagan is actually defined as a large quantity of something at least 4 billion. I had no idea. No about that. way. Yeah. So if you're talking about billions, you can be like, yo, you know, it's a Sagan miles away. That's oh, fucking wow. Nice. I didn't know that. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, to have a unit of measurement named after you, you're a badass. <laughs> yeah. Pat, why don't I kick us off here? So my launch of the week, you guys probably saw it this morning all over social media. I'm going to launch the last blood moon until 2025, a.k.a. a lunar eclipse. The total lunar eclipse happened this morning around 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. You probably didn't see it. Everybody was sleeping. I was knocked out. And plus, it was cloudy in New York. I can't see shit. And I have this famous story where I was, you know, like 14, 15 years old drinking beers on the beach and the moon was red and it was a blood moon. And we just pretended to swim to Mars that night. And uh, yeah, that's all <laughs> I got to say about that. So that's uh, my, my story in uh, relation to the blood moon. I think it's sick. I just uh, didn't get a chance to see it. So I'm pretty pissed off about that. What's uh what's your scrub of the week? I mean, uh, launch of the week, my launch of the week. Astronomers have found the closest known black hole to earth. Think about that. That's <laughs> not comforting. It's not comforting, but it's good that we know. It's good that we know where it is. <laughs> that is good that we know uh, where is it. So it is. Uh, it's it's not it's not close by any means. It's uh fifteen about fifteen hundred light years away. Uh, it's called Gaia BH one. Um, it's also uh kind of a unique black hole because it's only ten times the mass of our sun. And typically, black holes. And this is obviously very oversimplified because I'm just a lay person trying to explain this. But um, basically, black holes come in in uh they're they're usually a lot bigger than than that oh, yeah. and so it's been theorized that they could be smaller and this is called a uh they've called it a, a unicorn black hole um because of its its size uh relative to our star um you know they're typically you know built uh hundreds uh thousands millions billions times the mass of our sun this is only 10 times the mass so it's a little baby black hole 1500 light years away it's not gonna you know be coming here anytime soon or anything but um but yeah it's uh scientists have discovered it so uh you know we continue to to map the the night sky and, and get better at detecting this stuff so um, i just thought it was cool like yeah hey what's the closest black hole to earth like now like, you can easily point to that one what do you mean it's only 1500 light years away i don't like that's close as shit in space like that's a True. little too close for my comfort and like I don't know when we start figuring out how humans or how our consciousness is going to travel star to star. Cause we will one day have hope. 
I don't know. That's not far at all. So it's like, what happens when we start getting closer to these black holes and they just start eating all of our shit? I don't know. Yeah, I, I definitely see what you're saying. Uh, I would be a lot more concerned if it was like, you know, the size of Sagittarius A star and it was 1500 light years away. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this one just just a little guy. What is your scrub of the week this week? Oh, yeah, I was scrubbing uh, Virgin Galactic. They have more delays into the, um, for the introduction of their second suborbital spaceship. They were like supposed to drop it, I think, this month or, or next. And they just delayed the shit out of it. They were like, ah, we're actually not going to show you until 2023 we're still dealing with some shit i mean virgin galactic they came out so hot richard branson got on that flight that red button went off when something was going on in the spaceship and i haven't heard shit since (laughs) honestly like have you heard anything since that investigation where they were like wait like half the plane almost broke up yeah no i I, yeah he was (laughs) he was like i will be first uh you will keep going and i don't care how long this sets back my program back (laughs) my scrub of the week is rocket lab failed to catch their booster um and i let let me preface this with like scrub of the week just means something didn't go nominally um it doesn't mean i'm talking shit because you and i both love rocket lab and what they're trying to do is very cool but they tried to catch a booster um uh what was the the mission name it was called catch me if you can mm-hmm. and uh and they could not unfortunately because uh the payload was um successfully uh, got to orbit but then as the booster was coming back it lost communications with the ground station and uh safety protocol dictates that if that happens then the helicopter recovery team just is immediately waved off so wow. um so it did splash down in the in the ocean and they were able to recover it um but they obviously uh wish they could have caught it because once you know a booster hits the the salt water and you know certain components are not able to be used anymore or they're uh they're degraded they're degraded by the salt water so that's why they try to catch it with a a, a helicopter before it touches any ocean so um you know not not a total failure uh, obviously the payload for their customer was successfully uh inserted into an orbit so from that aspect they're like yep successful mission um but uh yeah unfortunately they were not able to to catch the booster so that's my that, scrub of the week. That's got to be one of the hardest jobs out there being a rocket lab helicopter pilot and just, you know, following these launches and trying to catch these rockets coming back. Down. I mean, these boosters coming back down. That's got to be tough trying yeah. to navigate that shit. It reminds me of just like a uh, like a side mission in Grand Theft Auto. That's just like fucking impossible to complete. <laughs> That's a side quest. Yeah, that, that's a good way literally, of putting it. Literally, yeah. is a side quest. Like when you meet somebody on a date, you're like, "There's no way you say that's your main job." Like, oh, like I catch uh, boosters from rockets with a helicopter. Yeah, but yeah. Other than that, you know, what I mean? I'm pretty. The first, guy. yeah the the first time they did it, they 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 snagged the booster, but then some sensors and whatnot was showing something weird. So out of yeah. an abundance of caution, they just let it go. Yeah. Uh, but they proved that they could at least track it down and, and grapple it. Um, but uh, no such luck this time. You know, this will probably be one, hopefully will be one of the final uh, scrubs for Rocket Lab, though, because they are doing cool shit over there. And I think 2023, they're going to keep grinding. And uh, just going to show you, they got that whole like thing that SpaceX does where they're just, they just keep firing. They don't give a shit who's talking, who's saying what. I mean, they have so many missions planned and their logo is really sick. (laughs) Yeah. Did you hear they, uh, they named their Venus mission uh, or at least it, it was leaked. It's called Morning Star. Oh really? That's pretty because cool. the Venus Venus is known um, uh, as you know a bright star in the morning um, in the night sky. So I thought that was pretty cool. 
more and more people are saying potential life on Venus in the past. I don't know, bro. We may have came from phosphine. Yeah, phosphine. It may have went. It may have went Venus, Mars, Earth. That's it. Might have been like that, dude. Wild. Yeah. All right. Well, they have another episode of Orbital Takes in the books. Pat, where should they find us online? You can find us online at Orbital Takes on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. And if you wouldn't mind giving us five stars on whatever podcast player you use, that would be great. Add Astra, everybody. Thank you.